Welcome to the Sun Island. Welcome, guys. Um, uh, we have another one here. I'm super excited to be talking to Chris Hakas. He is with uh, EXP Reality, the Thang Throng team. Taichung team. Taichung team. team. <laughs> totally messed that up. You got it. You got so, it. So, but I'm um, super excited. You know, we're in the solar space and the fact that we're getting to speak with a, a realtor, it's will be good advice for folks who are trying to get homes, uh, stuff like that in general. So, uh, we're going to start, man, kind of like digging into a little bit of your background, how you end up in this space, and um, yeah, so kind of kick it off. Yeah, yeah. So again, yeah, I am Christopher Hawkins with the Tai Chung team at EXP Realty. Um, yeah, what, what got me into real estate was actually, I, I went on faith, man. Uh, I, I come from, um, I have a biology degree at Texas Southern University where I studied. Uh, so I'm a tiger, shout out to tigers. Mm -hmm. um, You're actually talking to a tiger right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big up yourself. All day, baby. Let's go. Um, yeah. Originally from Miami. Been living in Houston since 2003. So I do consider myself a Houstonian. Uh, as I was saying, mentioning before, biology major. I come from a biology background. Clinical or laboratory science is what I was doing. Um, not to make it go too long on the story, but... You know, I'm big into my faith. I uh, went to church one day, and uh, uh, at the time I was following John Gray. Some people may know him. And he was saying there was going to be a miracle that's going to happen the next day. <laughs> and believe it or not, the next day, a realtor walked up to me and pretty much recruited me. She was like, hey, you know, you just seem like a very jovial person. I think, you know, she kind of gave me a, a, the background of her career and, and yeah, and I just went out on faith and dropped everything from there back in 2018 and been doing it ever since, man. Since, wow. So yeah. were you working in the medical field prior to Yeah, uh, I was um, more on the, like, a laboratory settings, Novum Pharmaceuticals. Okay. Yeah, um, kind of boring, <laughs> for lack of better words. You know, didn't really fit, fit my personality. Kind of just, you know, did the school thing, you know, just to make mom and dad proud, mm -hmm. you know, bringing a... Uh, degree and show them that hey you know we got our college degree and then kind of found my niche you know in real estate so Miami yes sir you, know, you have some uh, Jamaican heritage right yes sir yes sir so that's kind of like where parents met up <laughs> who's Jamaican mom or dad or mom and dad both parents are Jamaican mom from Port Antonio Portland uh, dad's from Kingston um, they both met in New York and um, yeah, we're kind of spread out all over the place and yeah. had me in Miami, Florida, born and raised in Miami, Florida, graduate of North Miami Beach Senior High. And then being the building, you guys already know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but, yeah. go. Yeah, that, that's a, a pretty neat connection, man. Um, so I'm going to use this to kind of go a little bit more further background wise. What was it like in the U.S. being raised by immigrant parents? Well, if we was to say what it was like, um, I would say it was a, it was a grind. It was a hustle. You know, we started from you know not very much to 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 you know working our way up to having what we have now, which I won't say is a lot, but is is more than we had before. You know, so um, that immigrant background did instill a hustle into me, man. You know, what I mean, just always had me wanting to grind and always want more. You know, what I mean, uh, my mom worked two or three jobs. My dad, <laughs> more, you know, in the street guy, kind of, you know, making a living, to, you know, by any means necessary, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, just, you know, that immigrant background just kind of gave me my hustle, you know what I mean? Showing me what hard work is, you know what I mean? Yeah, immigrants build this nation, man, for real, real. It's a, it's a country built by immigrants. And I always say immigrants get the job done. It, it does instill in us uh, a need to to strive. Um, I spoke to someone <clears throat> recently, and you know, I was trying to share my story with him, and being an immigrant, and he said, "Do you actually know why immigrants are so successful?" 
And I kind of fumbled a little bit. I'm like, yeah, we hustle, we work hard. And, and he kind of pointed out to me that immigrants usually come here with a singular vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we typically have focus and we are trying to pursue a specific thing. And two things typically drive us, right? Um, uh, love uh, to the new environment that we got in. And oftentimes it's fear from what we're coming from, right? Um, and in a book that I always reference here, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's like one of the major idea behind that whole concept is only two things basically uh, motivates people, either love or fear. And for immigrants, it's like, it's just built in, man. So that that's beautiful. So you, you moved to... Texas when? When did you move to Texas? I moved in Texas back in 2003. 2003. Came here for college. Yes, you. Texas Southern. Ah. Um, got kind of um, homesick, to be honest with you. So I went back home um, probably back in 06. And then I moved back to Texas and uh, completed my degree in 2010. It's amazing, man. So. Yeah. You kind of have that focus, like you can. That's really neat. Let me point that out, because I personally am halfway done with my masters at, at UHD. You're almost there, brother. Keep yeah, pushing. and it's like <laughs> I'm thinking, do I need to go back or am I good? I feel like I'm good, but it's like I just need to finish this thing because I started, started it, it. Right. Exactly. That that's kind of like where I'm at. It's not even about the degree at this point. It's like mm-hmm. I started it. Uh, I'm going to finish it. But what keep you motivated of a span of like, what, seven years? Yeah. To hop back into school, man. It's really the same thing, you know. It's something that I started, you know what I mean, and I wanted to finish. And then also, you know, like I said before, um, you know, I want to make mom and dad proud. You know, this is something. I am a um, family of seven, uh, four brothers, three sisters. And um, I am the first graduate. I'm the the middle child. So. Congrats, man! And I'm proud to say that all my siblings under me have college degrees. Set so the pace, I said, bro. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you That's know, just being an example to my younger siblings and stuff like that, making mom and dad proud, and you know, making my siblings proud, and. You know, finish something that I started. You know what I mean? Because that's very important for a man. I think that you know, if we start something, we should finish yeah, it. <laughs> we should absolutely. finish. So you mentioned getting homesick. That can be a big thing mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Uh, I, I had a conversation. I can't remember who exactly I was speaking to, and you know, they were letting me know that um, uh, if you uh, you know are striving for anything in particular, you really have to get laser focus. Laser focus to kind of put everything aside and actually pursue that. Um, You're a realtor, right? Yes, sir. And that's a pretty neat um, career, right? It's a neat career. I remember when I was getting into solar, a realtor tried to recruit me. Mm -hmm. And for everybody, they got their calling. Mine was just solar. So mm. nothing could have got me away from solar. They saw some level of probably what they saw in you, some level of charisma, some level of grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you should come into real estate. And I'm like, I'm set on this solar thing. Uh, but I'm happy that you kind of found your calling. A lot of people do get their calling, though, which come in the form of an idea or come in the form of just somebody saying something random to them and they don't act. Mm -hmm. What made you act? Because in my opinion, that's the reason why you're actually a realtor. Because that lady could have convinced you from here to next year or to Timbuktu or whatever, but if you didn't act, you wouldn't have been a realtor to change your life. What caused you to act? Well, um, it was really just faith. You know, I'm very, um, I, I, I try to walk in faith, you know, so... Um, yeah, uh, I was told this would happen and I, I, I went out on faith, man, to be completely honest with you. So, um, I'm very grounded when it comes on to those aspects of life. So if, 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 when, when those type of opportunities presents itself, I'm, I'm going to be the first one on, on it. 
Yeah, uh, you mentioned faith a couple of times, man, and I respect that. Uh-huh. Uh, faith can move mountains. Every, a lot of people say that, and I do find, you know, I, you know, I have strong faith, but I, I sometimes I, like, man, I, I kind of just want a faith, like, so because when people are truly faithful, you can't tell them nothing. Their mm-hmm. faith is gonna come through every single time, which is which is great, right? Mm-hmm. It gives you a sense of relief. And that's good when you're actually putting in the work because faith without work is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Is of dead, course, right? Of course. Uh, so that works beautiful for people who actually execute. It's a detriment, <laughs> to, in my opinion, to people who are just thinking that something is going to fall from the sky and there's a pie somewhere that they're going to eat and uh-huh. survive, right? So I understand it from from both uh, directions, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, where did that did, did that faith come from here? Because I know in Jamaica, I think we have the most church <laughs> per square mile in that country. In the world, actually. Definitely. I think that's an actual statistic. No, no, no. I, 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 and something else interesting. That's why Jamaicans are so... That's uh, that's why our culture is so effervescent. Uh-huh. Um, we also have the most bars per square mile. <laughs> <laughs> because every church, dude, got a bar. Like, that is true. Anybody who's ever true. been to Jamaica will know that for sure. That but, and, and, and part of the reason is uh, a lot of rum is mm-hmm. consumed at funeral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that that's one of the reasons. A lot of rum is consumed at funerals. So... So, you know, somebody dies, the church, and then the guy is doing the the celebration. So it's just, it's a cultural Mm -hmm. thing. Um, But it make it, it make it it, vibrant. Nine night? A nine night. (laughs) Right? You've ever been to one of those? Of course, of course. (laughs) What was that? Describe that in your own, what a nine night is. And what was that experience like? Nine night is an all day, possibly all night uh, event. Um, you know, it's, it's 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 pretty much a celebration. You know what I mean? Huge celebration. It's a, it's a celebration. There's a lot of food, friends, family, alcohol, wow, uh, conversation. It. It's just it's just everyone getting together to celebrate life. You know that yeah. that 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 is pretty much my experience of it. I do not enjoy going to them because of you know the the sad aspect of what we're here for, but. It does bring fulfillment to me to you know that we can get together because you know at nine nights you always see people have you haven't seen for a long time family members and it's a good time to reunite with you know loved ones and friends. That's a true. That's that. I, and and the reason why I ask, I kind of wanted your take on it, kind of being raised by Jamaican, kind of see the culture from two lens. Mm-hmm. Being born and raised and 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 have because you go back pretty often, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. So. You're there, but again, it's a cultural thing, right? Because you're there and you're like, in the back of your mind is like something sad, mm-hmm. but the culture will let you forget it. Forget about it. Because to us, it's not sad, man. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. It's really a celebration because it's what, what's the point of being sad, you know? Um, uh, you, the, 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 the thing is, those night-night thing that you call, the night-night is like nine, the ninth night, after the person passed. Okay. But what a lot of people don't realize, you have your neighbors in your house from the day of the death <laughs> all the way, like just coming yes. through, like the whole neighbor. No invitation, and it yes. make you feel as one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that is just a cultural thing. So no, by the time the night night come and the funeral, it maybe just at the funeral you, you get sad again. Brief. Mm-hmm. But you have so much love. People coming to support, you don't even think about the the, the death, man. So that that that's a pretty uh, neat uh, experience that that you had. Um, in what other ways um, do you enjoy that culture? Because it's as I said, it's an effervescent one. What are some stuff kind of growing up that you like? That ah man, I'm my parents were Jamaican. I like this about that fact. What are some of those things? Music, <laughs> music, music, music. Honestly. Um, I love downtown music. I, I love music, period. So, yeah. but I do. I might have a biased opinion. I do think downtown music is is or reggae music for um, downtown is a, mm. a deviation of reggae. But it is. Um, yeah, the music and uh, just the culture. You know what I mean? I think uh, like you know, Jamaicans just have like 
like their personalities, man. It's just like I mean, their 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 outlook on life is 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 different. You know, just coming from you know, honestly, it's a third world country. I don't know if anyone ever been to a third world country, but you know, struggle is real. The struggle is real, and but those people are proud. They're happy. You know what I mean? Like their personality is like you know is like unbreakable. You know what I mean? They can't be broken, even though this one may not have a job or know where their next meal is coming from, but. You know, he's still going to put on his best clothes. He's going to, you know, tell the best jokes, put on his best dances. And, you know, they just have that that personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it really is, man, like a, a, a place where people, they don't look at their struggles. Uh-huh. They look at their opportunities, bro. Like, and it just make you, like, ironclad, mm-hmm. man. Like... Dude, they'll have like a big stage show because you mentioned dance hall. A of stage show is yeah. like a concert. We yes, call yes. it dance hall, a stage show, right? Where huge concert people go and sometimes, you know, rain, it will rain out. The concert will rain out. Uh, but nothing stopped for Jamaican stop. parties, right? No, nothing. You got guys out there, just they're just in the community. They're like, these ladies are wearing heels. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to wear their heels in the mud. They'll bring them on their back for a buck, man. Uh-huh. They'll do anything to oh, yeah. earn a living. And and then that's one of the the, the, the greatness um, about that culture, man. People really, really um, see themselves as making it. They could have they could have nothing. Like you'll have a guy uh, on a stall. A stall is basically like us when you sell on the roadside, mm-hmm. right? And he probably have a couple of these, like a couple of drinks and mm-hmm. a couple of dry snacks. Mm-mm-mm. And he does not see the, the drinks and the dry snacks. He see Walmart. <laughs> now, I'm being serious, no, 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 man. Honestly, Their I, vision I for themselves mm-hmm. is immense. And I, I love that about the mm-hmm. culture. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the people, they're great. Sometimes some of the policies or how the leaders treat them mm-hmm. doesn't, uh, yeah. it doesn't feed that part of them. Correct. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example with that same side street business where you'd have police or whatever come and just totally humiliate them, even though they're not supposed to be there trying to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, leaders should probably see that and be like, these people are trying to make a living and find a clean, decent area to put them in, right? I always tell people, like, whenever they go to Jamaica, find somebody that they can trust and go to real Jamaica. Uh-huh, yes. Because real Jamaica ain't the beaches, man. That's a tourist trap, in my opinion. It's a big part of it, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a huge... It's a huge part of it. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it is a gigantic part of it. And I, we can't deny that. But it, it, the country has so much more to offer, man, culturally than than, than the sea, sand, and sex. <laughs> I, I agree 100%, man. All this. 100%. Yeah, so kind of jump back into the realtor space now because we kind of went off there. <laughs> we both love our, 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 our roots, man, which is amazing. Yes, sir. Jumping back into the, the, the realtor space, I see a lot of people get into that game and they don't last. <laughs> Everybody and their mama trying to be a realtor. This Real talk, yeah. right? Yeah. What separate the many from the few who actually cream that rise to the top? Well, we're really it's it's really your process, one, you know what I mean? Because real estate is uh it's gonna challenge you every day. And I I, I will say no day is the same. You got to be very flexible. You got to be resilient. You got to really, really hone into your process. Process being your lead generating, your follow-up game, your 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 marketing, <laughs> your budget. Um, there's so many things that that goes into it. But um, it's only the strong survive, man. Really and truly, it's really and truly is about if 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 it's something that you really want, you know, just like anything else, it. it you you you're gonna go after it by any means necessary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the and and the reason why I positioned it like that, um, you know, a lot of people start things as as we were talking earlier, and they don't push through 
to the hard times, mm-hmm. right? In your opinion, being a realtor now, you've been a realtor for like three, four years, you mentioned? Uh, five years. Five years? Yes. Yeah, five years. Full time. Full time. What are some of the biggest challenges of being a realtor? Some of the biggest challenges I would say is um, the uncertainty, you know, not knowing what tomorrow may bring. You know what I mean? I would say, you know, if you don't have a good process as far as like a good lead generator, then, you know, you have no business. So I would say, yes, it's really the process, really just finding a good, you know, team or a good legion that you could find and and, uh, really, really concentrate on that and, um, you know, so if you concentrate on your lead gen, good processes, um, you should be in good shape. You should be in good shape. I mean, and I didn't go all into knowing your stuff because that that should autom- that should be already anything you go into. You need to know yeah, what so you're talk doing. To me, man, like I don't know nothing because I, I really don't. Okay, okay. See? And uh, different people can consume or, or, or content, right? Mm-hmm. And um, since. F- for eternity, um, getting into real estate has always been a way how people try to accelerate or try to grow their wealth potentially, mm-hmm. right? Their wealth potential exponentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, some of the questions that I'm kind of asking is like somebody that may be watching and they had that conversation with somebody a year ago, six months ago, and they've yet to move on it. Right, uh, you are actually providing some insight. So, like some of the negative part of it, and some of the positive. So, the the greatest downfall and some of the greatest highlight, in your opinion, of being a realtor are. Well, to okay, that that question has a lot of parts to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, as far as what I would recommend for someone as a new person that want to get into real estate, is find a good mentor. Training is super important. You're going to need to know what you're doing because without the the knowledge, you know, no one's going to trust you with one of the biggest purchases that they could ever make in their life. So you're going to need to know the process, the ins and outs. Um, If I need to get into details about those processes. Not too much details, but yeah, no. (laughs) You know. uh, Just high level. Kind of, you know, know your contract, you know, know the market, you know, know the market, have a good idea of, you know, you you're, you're, you're the quarterback of a, a whole real estate transaction. So you got to know a little bit of everything. You got to know uh, some of what the title company does. You need to know what the lender does. You need to know what you do. <laughs> you need to know uh, uh, the process to know how to negotiate, you know, understand the market conditions of, of, of you know, how to uh, negotiate an offer or, or to get into contract um, uh, on a, another end and, you know, that's why I say you need to find a good mentor, you know, because honestly, just going out there straight from school, you're really not going to know. Because what they teach you in school is is pretty much contracts and the laws and regulations. But when you go into the field, you know, how to apply that to where people understand it mm-hmm. is, 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 is really important. And I don't really think schools really just give you that. Only thing that really gives you that is experience. So, you know, find a good a good team, a good mentor, someone that you could shadow for a while and then, you know, kind of bring you up to speed until you get your own wings and be able to, you know, fly on your own. Yeah, you said <clears throat> you said negotiation. Um, to me, negotiation is a part of selling, right? Yeah. So You're buying and selling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's your um, philosophy on sales like what is the biggest thing if you should try to encourage somebody who's getting into sales uh sales job just in general that mm-hmm. has to be realtor what would you say like the number one thing is like you got to hone in on this is it negotiation is it rapport building is it what, what would you say the number one thing well the first thing is finding what the client needs knowing how to you know get them to the end goal of what they're looking for Rapport is definitely, you know, I mean, you have to build rapport. If, you know, you have to get someone to like you for them yeah. to, 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 to. But not everybody know. have such a bright smile like you. Man. You, you, <laughs> you got a very likable face. Hey, I just hey. look at you. Hey, man, let me sign the contract. Right now. <laughs> but uh, that's how everyone feels about me when they see me. <laughs> but I appreciate yeah, that. No worries. But um, mm-hmm. you know, 
just, you know, building rapport is super important, but, um, you know, really and just truly in just understanding your clientele and how to get them to what they want. Because as a realtor, I don't really look at it as a sales job. The house sells itself. You know what I mean? Correct. Your, your, your real job is to, you know, getting them to their end goal. So let's say when I say getting them to the end goal, it's like a lot of people say, hey, I see that house and I want it. Right. But how do we get it? First, we got to get you pre-qualified. Do you have the credit score to get you qualified? Do you qualify to get to that house? Mm -hmm. Then secondly is, okay, now that we found the house and we qualified, how do we get it, especially in a competitive market? You know, Houston being a – everyone sees the Houston boom and what's happening, you know what I mean? And working from home, people just moving from everywhere to buy a house. Continue, continue, it, yeah. It is, uh -huh. it is ridiculous of the – uh, the numbers of out-of-towners that is moving to Houston. Uh, I, I was talking to someone uh, the other day, and they said Houston is going to be the New York of the South. And honestly, when he said that, that really stood out to me because I work with Zillow, so I work with a lot of out-of-state clients because, you know, Zillow being one of those uh, platforms that a lot of consumers use, being it as super friendly, user-friendly and stuff like that. So it's very easy to use. A lot of people do go through Zillow. And I would say about 80% of my business is out-of-state clients. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. So 80% out-of-state. So they go through Zillow, and then Zillow capture the lead and send it to you? Correct. Oh. So Zillow captures the lead. They go through Zillow. Zillow kind of pre-qualifies these people, you know, find their need, and then, then um, connect them to an agent to assist, uh, assist them with their property search. So, hmm. yeah, you have to be a preferred agent, um, of course. You have to have a, a number of sales, and uh, it does come with a cost. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, nothing is, is free. Everything is – this is a business that we're, we're running. Are you implementing, because I've been thinking about this for solar and in my business, trying to figure out ways how to implement like different AI technology, like like um, stuff like that. Are you, is that is that a thing yet in real, yes, real it, estate? It, it is a thing. It is it's a new thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you're familiar with Chat GT. Chat P. Yeah, Chat G B T. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, yeah, it's so like new, that. and it, yeah. it you know, I'm I'm not even 100 familiar with it. <laughs> yeah. But I have been taking courses into it because you know AI is is the future. So I mean, you know, real estate is going to be heavily impacted by this. I'm I'm sure if if if, if it hasn't already. Um, I, I have been dabbling it very, very little, but um, this is something that I do plan on, you know, kind of getting a good grasp and see how does it would benefit my business in the... What I've been thinking about of late is um, just getting content out there more and more because we're talking about leads, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so important to just entrepreneur in general, right? That's the reason why... Uh, people create whole companies to uh, facilitate small business owners like me, yourself, etc. Mm -hmm. um, content creation, man, I really think that people are sleeping on it. I really do think so. And I kind of came up in lead generation through the hard knocks, mm -hmm. like literally... Knocking on people's yes, door. Yes, sir. So I'm so happy. Like it, it gives me so much joy that I I am trying, right? Because I'm half introvert, half extrovert. I'm so happy I got out my shell where I'm kind of putting my face on camera. Mm -hmm. Kind of just get it out there. Like, yo, this is what I do. Uh -uh. I sell solar panels, bro. You want it, you don't want it. Because basically, that's what we do on people's door yeah. all day long. Correct. And that's okay. If you're doing it for the right, uh, doing it for the right reason, mm -hmm. you see where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. But I really do think people are sleeping, man, on content creation. Um, like in 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 the real estate space, do you have any person that you, you know, apart from yourself, right, mm -hmm. that you see that is using content creation to just outflanking their competitors? 
and you don't have to call a name, but just describe it, what you're seeing. I, I have a name. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I have a name to call. Yes, I do. Um, uh, tai Chung. Okay. Uh, tai Chung. Um, he's a, also a realtor. Um, his content that he put out is just like... <sighs> Where you find him? On uh, every all the platforms, you can find them on all the platforms. So it's Facebook, at Tai Chung, yeah, at Tai Chung, pretty Tai-Chung. much. It's um, pretty cool. Yeah, he he he's um yeah, he's all into that. Um, so he outflanks his competitors. So like, what are some of the stuff that you're seeing them do that you that you're impressed with? The videos. They're always doing like small clips, you know, informational uh, videos and, or like doing like little tours of properties or upcoming listings or it's a lot of information, just, you know, just bringing people in, attracting people, you know what I mean? Creating contact that attracts people that people want. Inbound marketing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. That, that, that inbound marketing is, is the truth. And once you figure it out, that is the, the cheapest legion that you can, uh, you can have as for a, a, a new agent, you know what I mean? Because everyone has phones, you know what I mean? And it makes so much sense, man. And then the thing is, especially when you're coming up through the hard knocks <laughs> or you're used to it a certain way, you're like inbound. No, people not don't want to talk to you, but they actually do. No, they actually do. They, they meet you virtually, like they really do. And they're like, I want to do or not do business with that person. And that's, again, that's okay. I've seen this a lot in my experience that mm-hmm. um, I would say about 30% of the people that come in, they want to see what type of content you put out before they want to work with you. They ask you about your social media platforms. And as like a a preliminary before, you know, actually getting down with you or working with you. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is so true because I thought of that the other day. Um, there was a roofer that wanted to work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a roof, uh, a rep of a, with another company that I was training a lot of their sales, uh, sales rep to transition to mm-hmm. sell solar as well. Uh, is that roof? I mean, you sell the roof. Why not sell some solar panel? Cause mm-hmm. from my assessment, about a third of the people who just changed their roof, they're going to go solar within the next two to three years from my assessment, what I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. And they uh, and they brought me into their organization and kind of ran the numbers and that's that's what they saw, like if they reach out to like ten people, about three of them new roofs that they just changed. Like these are data that I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like new roofs that a roof would change, mm-hmm. about three of those people come back like legit. We're gonna go with another company to get their solar. Power. That's good numbers. Yeah, yeah, that, that's mm. excellent that's numbers. numbers. Yeah. Why is it excellent numbers? Because there's a lot of people aren't even aware of how solar works. So the simple fact of them getting that knowledge just put you in the door. So you really would sit with probably like seven of those, mm-hmm. you see, and then it kind of worked with there. But anyways, that guy worked for a company that I was training a lot of his rep. He got promoted to another company. So he's like at a higher level and he reached out to me trying to have me replicated Mm. What I did at the company that he was with the new boss that he's impressing, which which I like, right? He reached out to me and said, hey, Shannon, we need to set up a meeting so you can talk to the owners of how we can do what you did for this other company. And the first thing I did, man, I sat for probably like 15 minutes going through their social. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> See what they're about. if I'm going to do business with these people, yes. I, I, you know, I went through all the reviews. I went through, you know what I mean? Kind of really assessed them. So... And I've never met them. I just met one of their agent. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely want to do business with these people. So the social game, man, I, I really do think people are sleeping on it. Um, but it kind of comes to change. Mm-hmm. right? You've made a big change from um, not, you know, to have predictability to going from a job where you literally say one of the biggest thing is like kind of not knowing. Right. Um, could you encourage somebody I kind of give your two cents on why people should not let change cripple their decisions change you know with change comes with new beginnings it's 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 change brings like a new market new market brings new opportunities new opportunities bring great 
business ventures, lucrative ones, I would say, because it's, um, you know, it's change, it's new. You know what I mean? It's not something that that's done before, mm. if I if I could say it like that. Um, so that that's what I would say. Like, you know, anytime you're gonna change, you know, there's gonna be something new. You're 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 you're, you're tapping into a untapped market for yourself per se. Because in, you know, really and truly what we do, someone's probably already done done it before, but for yourself, you know what I mean? And it, it's all about your mind state. You know what I mean? When you know, when you when you have that mind state that you're tapping into like, you know, something new, it's kinda like sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. You you don't have that that uh that uh it's that uncap. Yeah, exactly. Something capping you or or, or stopping you. So th- that's really what really was for me in my experience, you know, because you know, coming from the industry I was, you know, being a salary job, no matter how many hours I put in, how many hours, you know, oh, man. <laughs> overtime let's, I put let's in. Dig into that, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be capped. Um with the position that I'm in right now, there's no cap. You know, I could if I put in ten hours, fifteen hours, and uh, of course of the right work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Using your um, time wisely. Yes, right. Sky's the limit. And uh, you know, there, there's another book that I always reference. Uh, Who moved my cheese? Um, Who moved my cheese? Yeah. Who moved my That's cheese? With with, with uh with uh sniff and scurry and one ah. And uh, with Sniff and Scurry, they're rats, right? So they don't have the human intellect to to hold them back, right? So Sniff and Scurry, um, they're in a maze. So Sniff and Scurry kind of just move towards the food, which is wherever that cheese is, right? Uh, and Sniff, sniffing around Scurry, just working, right? Ooh and ah, they're thinking, they're analyzing, they're, they're going through the process of, analysis of paralysis basically right um and it's and none of them is necessarily too bad because we need different type of people to make the world what it is but at the end of the day in our line of work we got to be scurrying man and we got to be sniffing and we got to be going you know we can't be just we, we looking gotta, around. We have a little bit of both of them, <laughs> right? <You laughs> we gotta analyze and we, we have gotta to analyze. And we gotta yeah. We, I mean, we have to hunt. You know, what I mean, every day, every day, we have to get out there and 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 pretty much make a living. You know. Yeah, I mean? but where I was going with that, at the sense is, you know, everybody got need, and those needs are financial need, and nobody want to feel capped like there's a ceiling, a glass ceiling, or whatever. And everybody, most people get presented with the idea to have the cap lift, but you have to take a risk. But people don't take the risk. Mm-hmm. How would you encourage somebody to, yo, like, don't stay where you are and complain. Don't complain. Be happy. Or if you're going to complain, just just get with it and start something. How, what would you do to encourage or say to somebody if Who's in that to, space? If I was to encourage anybody, it's like, don't get comfortable. You know what I mean? This, this is a vast world we live in, and there's a lot of things that, you know, we all should see before that day comes for us. And, you know, due to how the thing's set up, you know, finance, finances or money uh, plays a major part in to getting you there. So it's just like, just really just don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. You know what I mean? You always wanna always wanna push yourself to the next level, challenge yourself, you know what I mean? Being complacent is the closest thing to death. <laughs> Yo man, that that's fire. Pure fire right there, man. I, I don't know if I came off too harsh with that one. No, yeah, bro. I mean, you know, we always wanna be uh setting new bars, you know what I mean, setting new standards, you know what I mean? Don't just, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've said it before on here, you know, if you're not growing, you know, you're decaying. If you're not moving forward, you're going back. Um, so that that is a very interesting way how you put it to kind of have people tap into their own mind to realize that, yo, I mean, if you want stuff, you got to work, work. <laughs> work, work. Exactly. You, you got, you, you like got, Rihanna said. Right? You got, you got to work, work, man. It is definitely, man, been a, a, a huge pleasure, you know, 
kind of having you on, digging to, you know, some of the stuff that you've mentioned. With, with, your, with your line of work, if you could, like, just wave a magic wand, and for most of the people that you meet with would just say, hey, I can get the house, and they'll move into it and not procrastinate, right? Because that's a big thing. What people who want to make a decision, even when they know, I it did this. I procrastinated for five years before I bought my first house. <laughs> five years, and this is a sales guy saying that. I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you encourage people to make a good? Because, like, how are you going to lose to buy a house? And I'm pretty sure you see it because it sells all itself time. all the time. But you got to hold their hand. How Correct. how do you do that, man? How do you encourage people to not sit on their, you know, you, and not be too comfortable? I honestly, for me, you know, I'm not a pushy guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, I really listen to what they say, what they tell me. I'm a good listener. And then I emphasize on the things that they tell me. You know what I mean? I emphasize it being the fact that I was like, okay, this is what you told me you want. So this is what we need to do to get there. Or, you know, if this is what you want, why is this a, 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 a holdback or, 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 or something that's, you know, why are you waiting? You know what I mean? The time is now. I, 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 <laughs> I create that, you know, that, uh, that, urgency. Uh, that urgency that the time is now. You know what I mean? Not by my creation, by, you know, presenting them, you know, facts with the facts man yes because that house that i procrastinated face. it was 210k bro by the time i was ready to buy a house the same house was like 315 easily easily and that's easily. between 2017 and 2020 easily easily bro <laughs> and i'm like like I could have just bought that house, paid it off. Like mm -hmm. for real. I'm not even kidding. No, honestly. Bought the house, paid it off, and have like a hundred thousand dollars of extra money. And I'm like, why did I do that? Um it it's a, it's a normal, it's a normal um behavior, you know what I mean? It's it's a big purchase, to be honest with you. It's, it's probably like the largest purchase you would probably make in your life, you know what I mean? Really and truly from for some people or most people. So, you know, I, I do understand that and I and I and I, I don't push people, but I listen, I listen, and then I create that. Hey, this is why. So this what, is the reason why we. What I'm hearing you use uh, what we call question-based selling. Uh huh. So you ask a, exactly. <laughs> a lot of questions. Yes, sir. Kind of make sure they're giving you the information that they want. So it's more of a consultative uh, uh, approach. Kinda yes, because it's, it's not a sales approach at all. Mm. Like again, I. I my wife likes to say that uh, you know this is sales. No, because she she comes from she's she's from Jamaica as well, but she comes from selling timeshares and stuff like oh, that. Wow, so that so is hardcore a, stuff. Yes, hardcore. So I always try to. She's like, you need to tap into that because you let these people drag you around. I was like, no, no, I don't because I'm not in a sales position. I am a person that actually helps people accomplish their goals. You know what I mean? And when you tell me what you want to do. I tell you how we're going to get there. I'm the guy to bring you to get you there. So I just create the need. Create a need. I create a need, you know, based off what they tell me, what you tell me, what you want or what you want to do. I tell you how that looks like and what would that look like later if you if 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 we don't move forward on it now. Yeah. Um again, yeah, I it was a pleasure, man. Definitely Sheldon. It really really yeah, was a yeah. pleasure to have you out. Um you know, I welcome folks back, um, but for sure, man, um, as the market progress, I would definitely like to chat with you more on these topics. Um, and I, I know I kinda, I'm kind of going in and out, but just my mind keeps going. The fact that I said the market keep going actually brings up a question. So let me just Go ask ahead, that real quick. Let's get into it. <laughs> What has it been like, man, since you saw those stimulus checks? You remember when, mm -hmm. when, when COVID? 2020. Yeah. Um, and what did you see happen with the market pre-COVID, post-COVID? 
and where are you expecting it to go with these interest rates? Because uh, I, I bought my house like two years ago. Finally bought yeah. one, right? <laughs> and then you see what I wait? Like, I'm going to tell people, like, if y'all need to buy a house, man, these things, the price always go up, bro. Yes. I'm th- by the time I was ready in 2020, my family size done grew. That $300,000 house doesn't even come close to what I need. You are a good example, man. So if you I had just put example. that money in that house, I would have had m- m- equity mm-hmm. to flip to, to get into the bigger house. Exactly. And I'm like, like I, I'm the perfect example. Yes, you are. Why you not need to wait if you know <laughs> you need to buy a. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what have you seen with the market? Well, there. Well, in the past four years, I would say the market's been really and truly like no other before. So we all know about the 2020 boom from 2019 to 2020 because of the interest rates. You know, in 2019 interest rates were were about where they are now, right? Interest rates were about like 5%, 6% back in 2018, 19. Yeah, I, the f- yeah, I think. Yeah, I, just about I, that. And then, you know, in 2020, you know, everything, we'll see interest rates as low as 1.8. That's the lowest I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> so you look at it like this. When interest rates are down, prices of houses are up. When pr- interest rates are up, prices of houses kind of move sideways in this market. You know, I won't say are down, but, you know, they stay on the market a little bit longer to give you a little bit more buying power, negotiation power. So right now, what the market is looking like, you know, our interest rates are anywhere between 6 to 7%. It's still a competitive market. We are still having less than three months of inventory on the market, meaning that it's still a, seven, uh, a seller's market. You know, homes are still going, good homes go fast, you know, um, homes are still going above asking price, but you know homes are staying a little bit um, in comparison from 2020 to now. You will see homes staying on the market about you know anywhere from 30 to 45 days. Right now is kind of the range. So there's a specific reason why I opened this office for this location, mm-hmm. like right here in Paraline, um, like Broadway 288 mm-hmm. area, is for the simple fact within 15 minutes. We have Manville, Pomona area mm-hmm. right down the Big street. Big up-and-coming area right Booming. there. Booming. Right across yes. that. You got Rocheren, yes. Arcola, uh, 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 you know, Colony. Um, they're just booming yes. right up above that up Highway 6. And still affordable. And still affordable, <laughs> right. You yes. know, you end up in Missouri City. More construction going on over there in Park's Edge. Mm-hmm. I just by nature of me planting this business here. <laughs> this is a nice location too. Yeah, I really I like this that. office, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> and just the growth of the area. They say all boat, um, you know, raise tides, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, all boat raising in tides, something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I they, that's the that's one of the key uh, feature of why I decided to and kind of coming back to localization and content creation. Mm-hmm. And these people are going to be sick of me, dude. <laughs> I'm being honest because... Man, we're the, looking forward to it, man. The thing is, in the most positive way, obviously, right? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, you buy a house, you're going to need energy. Mm-hmm. You're going to need energy. People now get to choose. Even uh, five years ago, since you used four or five years ago, uh, it for most people, it wasn't even a thought. Am I going to use renewables like solar or am i just going to use the electricity company Mm -hmm. i can tell from all this new construction that's going up a lot of people are considering it a lot of people are actually getting it i must i gotta i don't know if it's the bone to pick or whatnot in the realtor space i'm just kind of say this i was a boy i was a little afraid of this one right let's let's go i'll give it let it fly right let it go let's let it fly in the realtor space man um there's two camps in my opinion uh realtors were like sure get them solar panels Mm I mean, you're going to pay for electricity anyways, correct? right? Because the whole selling point of getting solar panel is a replacement bill. It's not a new bill, kind of like back in the day where you had to come up with thousands of dollars just to put the thing on your roof. Mm-hmm. There is a federal tax incentive available right now where they legit don't have to pay a dime to get the panels on the roof. Mm-hmm. So it's the, 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 the question is, do you want to pay the light company 
or you want to pay for your own solar, your own mini power plant, right? Gotcha. Uh, but again, from my observation going on close to a decade now in this space, uh, just dealing with realtors in general, two camps. Some are like, yo, uh, get the solar, man. Mm -hmm. And some will tell these customers every and anything just not to get the solar. And I'm like, is it your house or what? <laughs> like, make these people make their own goddamn decision. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what camp you fall in, bro, but let's just be honest. And why do you think that is? Shut in. You're my brother, man, you know, and uh, <laughs> I'm just going to speak freely. Yeah, go ahead. Um, when it comes on to the solar, I, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily on the camp where I say don't get it or get it. I'm kind of, this is like, um, if, 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 if you're going to get it <laughs> or if you have it. Just speak freely, man. Let's, let's do it after the deal is done or let's, uh, let's, let's, let's look for houses that don't have it because of, it does get a little, a little, it could get a little complex when when you when you work in a, a transaction hmm. because you know those things have like leases and uh, you know you have to go ahead and get that transferred and I I don't have a lot of experience with dealing with that because based on what I just said I kind of be like hey if you're gonna get it let's find a house without it and you put it on yourself <laughs> let's not get a house that has it because of it just it 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 kind of it, it just adds an extra part to the transaction that don't want to be dealt with sometimes don't want to be dealt with okay and yes. i appreciate your candid yes, being yes. very candor on that <laughs> uh and based off what i'm hearing and you tell me if i'm right mm -hmm. or wrong based off what i'm hearing you're saying is some realtors don't want to deal with it during the transaction process during the transaction yes, yes. because it's just like a it's like an, an addition to Additive Why would you say they have. don't want to deal with it? Let me ask that then before I make any assumptions. Because if those uh, those leases are not paid up and, you know, up to, you know, where they're supposed to be, then we have to, you know, we have to deal with that, you know, via title company or get those paid off before we close on a transaction or transfer that over. It it, it just gets a little, a little colluded you know what i mean when dealing I'm, with uh, a with the with the transaction part you know dealing with my part of it you know what i mean and and and, and, and listen, i'm glad i'm talking to a realtor about it because you know i've never really dig i'm like guys just have these people get this and i i get your point 100 mm -hmm. just coming from your shoes i mean it's slowing up your process to get to your your bag get to the end goal to get yes. to the end goal right <laughs> Uh, you know, there may be an extra step or two. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's wrong or right or it's going to put them in necessarily a bad or better position. It's just a couple of extra steps. It's just Is a that yeah, correct? Yeah, in correct. Okay. That's, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Um, and, and you're right. Yes, some of them, some solar system come with leases. Mm -hmm. In Texas, that's the minority. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very few homes are okay. coming with leases. Because uh, the cost per kilowatt hour here is, because Texas is considered deregulated, mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why that is, right? Okay. Uh, so the cost per kilowatt hours is not as conducive for somebody to do a lease because with most lease, not only you'll have to pay them off at the end. I'm actually on your camp with mm -hmm. that. Not only you'd have to pay them off at the end or buy it out or transfer it, they typically typically come with like an escalator mm, see. an escalator basically means that they're trying to gauge the market but who really knows where the market is mm. going right mm. so i don't sell leases gotcha i do straight ownership okay like you pick take out a loan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you buy this thing the same way you buy your house you buy it outright so i'm saying yo it's zero down because of the 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 the, the solar financing that are out there Mm -hmm. They stretch it out over like a 25-year period, just like a house. Mm -hmm. But that typically means that you're beating or at least matching what you're paying to the electricity company anyways. Gotcha. Right? So now, when if you decide to move, right, I, I work with relatives as well, so you know, that sell um, homes that had a solar panel. And a lot of them reach back out to me to work again. Mm -hmm. 
Because like with every home improvement, you could get a pool and you turn folks off. Mm-hmm. You could do your bathroom and you turn folks off. Correct. You could do solar panel and you turn a certain segment of folks off, right? Mm-hmm. But you also attract others. Another, yeah. But if it's sold right, if the system is designed right, um, it's a simple, it could be just a simple transfer of the payment or most people kind of just wrap it up in the total cost. Like they could wrap it up in their loan? Yeah, mm-hmm. in the total cost of the loan. And now they, the person that's purchasing the home, when they buy their home, they're already thinking long this is long term. When they buy their home, no, they buy their electricity. Correct. You see what I mean? So most people, when you present it like that, it's like a no-brainer. So for me, lease is a no. Mm. In most scenario in Texas, no. With the cost per kilowatt hour going up, yes. When you start getting up to the 20 cents per kilowatt hour, 25 cents per kilowatt hour, and thereabout, which it's getting there. Because mm-hmm. when I started, it was 7, 8, 9, 10 cents per kilowatt hour. Yeah, legit. You could even find some 3 cents. And this is just 7, 8 years ago. Now it's 16, 17, 18. So coming even in Texas, the lease option is going to start making sense. It always made sense in places like California mm-hmm. because their cost per kilowatt hour is like 45 cents, mm-hmm. 30 cents and above, right? So I think, man, this is, this is my viewpoint on it. I think realtors are leaving a shit ton of money on the table, bro. You know why I say that? Because most folks that we talk to, I could be smooth as smooth, and I can be smooth. Let me put that up. Because <laughs> I got my ish down, bro. I've yeah, been doing yeah. it for a long time. My presentation, like, my presentation is to avoid objections. Gotcha. So by the time I get to the end of it, you're going to have to come up with some weird thing, like, I'm going to die next year, like, <laughs> for, you not to, for this not to make, make sense to you. Like, yeah. Some weird thing, like, how do you, can you, yes, you I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah. So I think, in my opinion, realtors are leaving. Because even when I'm that smooth and I get to the end goal, sometimes anachrony heels could be, well, I got to talk to my relative. Oh, okay. Bro, they're saying, I got to go talk to y'all. I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I got to go talk to y'all. And that's perfect, right? But then y'all discourage them. And in my opinion, it's for lack of information with a lot of the realtors. I can agree with that because I'm I'm very ignorant into because that it's new thing. because it's new. And then I find that with us as business owners, right? We do what we do and we do what we do well. Mm-hmm. We don't want to even consider anything else. Uh-huh. And I think that's the 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 unfortunate scenario that's been going on with the solar and realtor not even giving a go-ahead. Mm-hmm. Because just like when I started, I was so singular-focused that a realtor come to me and I'm like, yeah, I'm good with the solar. Uh-huh. Right? They don't want to think solar. They don't want to think to sell solar. And then many of them, just like you, the good ones, I would imagine, see themselves as consultant, see themselves as um, just simple problem solvers. Mm-hmm. So the simple fact that they have to go try to sell this thing, it just turns them mm-hmm. all the way off. And then if you are a specialist, like if you're a cardiologist or, a, you know what I mean, you're a doctor, right? Um, and then somebody is going to ask you something about the, the brain or whatever. Like, you're not a brain surgeon. No. So you're simply going to tell them, hey, either that's on you or tell them no. Because the last thing you want is for that person to come back and tell you that you made them make a dumb choice. Hey. Exactly. And we've been seeing that. So what I encourage realtors to do is just to set that expectation with the homeowner. Don't discourage them. Set the expectation like, yeah, this is a thing. Go ahead and, and look at it from your own standpoint. Or just give Sheldon a call, man. He could just go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that works too. That 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 totally works too, man. And and then the, 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 you know, yeah, so that's kind of like my view on it. You know, I kind of yeah. got too deep into it. But, yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great product for realtors to push, and it becomes lucrative on both sides because mm-hmm. they move in, they're going to buy the house. 
Okay, let, let me let me put this for my last argument. I do have one question. Go ahead, sure. What kind of value do you think Adam Solier brings to the property? Great question. Mo monetary value. Monetary like market value for the house. So Dave, uh, the Berkeley Institute have done uh, research um, and they've done homes from all over the country, homes that add solar on it. Um, the value add probably like 3%. 3% yeah, probably. 3%, okay. Uh, okay. And that's studied and well-documented, mm -hmm. okay? Um, but uh, from my standpoint, uh, you know, it's a product that, from, from the money per standpoint, that's the answer, like mm -hmm. flat out. But just simply from a, a standpoint of control, right? And now with battery um, technology, security, it's hard for you to really put a like a solid monetary value on security. Mm -hmm. Like if you're there's a power outage and you yeah. have lights, right? We just experienced something like that not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I always point out to, to homeowners as well for the simple fact that just something like inflation, we're talking about interest rate, you mm -hmm. see? Um, you know, when 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 interest rate um, you know, keeps spiking and stuff like that. Uh to mitigate that, you know, um, you know, inflation is like a thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, with the solar space, a lot of time, just by locking your price in for energy, it makes so much sense. In my mind, it's the same sale as buying a house, bro. Mm -hmm. Because the, the cost of house always go up. Mm -hmm. The cost of energy always go up. So why not, if you don't have to pay any money out of your pocket, do it? Gotcha. You see? So that that's my that's my two cents on 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 stuff like that. But yeah, it, I do see that it's two camps and some people fall in either or. I you know, but what what which are the camp that you fall into? I'm in the gray area. You're in the gray area, <laughs> right there in the I'm, middle. Yeah, I'm in the gray area, man. Yeah. Okay. We're 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 gonna develop a relationship over time, man. You might you might come over to the <laughs> to the to the hey, solar side. I'm man. looking forward to it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm all yeah. about, you know, doing what's best for my client, you know I, what I mean? Really and truly. That's that, what all I'm about. And if if it, if, if, it, if if it makes sense, then because that's how it. we met, right? Mm -hmm. Was through one of your clients that we right. were talking yes. to. <laughs> was considering solar. Oh, and I was saying this for my last argument to realtors. Because I'm talking to you, but in general, okay. right? The thing is, they're going to get them panels anyways. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do the right thing for your customer, find a local solar company to partner with. Because they're going to get it. And people are sending people from Utah, California. Nothing wrong against Utah or California or Florida or wherever. Um, not, especially nothing against Florida, right? <laughs> You're Houstonian. You admitted that. You admitted that. I right? right? Houstonian. But what's going on is these companies are coming here. And this has been on my heart, man. They come here. They put the panels on. Right? And they basically disappear. And they go away. That's the reason, yeah, so that's or some of the other background stuff that people don't like, right? It's like getting a roofer, put the thing on, and just disappear. These things require servicing, correct? Um, not, yeah, yeah, like, so there's no moving parts. Okay. So None. You know, they have a thing, an inverter on the side of the house, or some of them have micro-inverters on the panel, mm -hmm. Where you know convert the the pan, the direct current to AC current that the mm -hmm. home uses, uh, that can go out sometime. But they are usually warranted twelve to twenty five years. Okay. And to answer your question with a number, uh, Berkeley Labs, in partnership with universities and appraisers, has found solar unequivocally improves the value of a home on an average of an amount of fifteen thousand dollars. Sweet. On deal. a five kW system. 5KW system. Yeah, so if you continue, we'll tell you that on a 5KW system. So a 5KW system is like below average size of a home. Okay. Here, the average system size for Texas is probably like 12KW. And that's going to be by on the size of the house, right? But ye, ye, the house. Exactly. Okay. So just kind of add that 15K. No, it's a 10K, 30K, okay, okay. KW, 30K. You know what I mean? So that that's a, that's a pretty... 
So that's really Sheldon right there. Just kind of, that's Sheldon right there, kind of just abruptly <laughs> messing with my interview, man. But I appreciate that fact. <laughs> I appreciate that fact, <laughs> fact, Sheldon. But again, man, it's it really been a pleasure. I agree. Man. Really, really been a pleasure. Yes, it has having man. you on. We should definitely build that relationship as far as you know, local stuff like that. Um, but from one island guy to the next, man, one love, brother. One love. Respect, respect. Appreciate it, man. I thank you guys awesome. for having me. I love this, man. It was good. All right. <laughs>